Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outbaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outbaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. The first convention of 2023, Captain Con, has wrapped up. Let me go through what happened at Captain Con February 3rd through 5th. Friday, there was one event on Friday, one singles event. This was a 24-player event. The opening rounds were group stages. Six groups, four players per group. Each player played the other three in the group. Top two records advance into the top cut. It ends up being a top cut of 12. Four players get buys. So the remaining eight play off in Ring of Fire matches to get to a top eight. The top eight face off in Liger's Den matches. That brings us to the top four. The top four is all tables matches. We have in the top four Empress playing as El Super Ombre. Versus the SRG BOSS Steve Resk as the Rising Sun with the Empress going over. And we have Jason Falson, competitor unknown, I don't know who he played, versus Le Penguin playing as Lorenzo Manicotti with Le Penguin going over. So we have once again in a finals Le Penguin versus the Empress. I believe they were the finalists in. A Highlander Games CAC, I could be wrong. But once again, they square off in the finals. Standard singles match goes to crowd meter one. The winner, I believe the second time they faced in a big event. The winner, both times, the Empress, this time is El Supremper. Congratulations to the Empress for winning Friday night. Saturday, there are three events. The first event is a payoff pack draft. I don't have a lot of information about that. What I can tell you is that there were 12 players in the payoff pack draft, two groups, six players per group. Each player played the other five in their group. Top record per group advanced from what I understand. Those were Practicite and Evil-Ed the Cheesehead with Practicite winning the payoff pack event. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Empress, in case I forgot to say that a moment ago. Second event was a Play Pure, Cursed by the Void event. Every player was given a Possessed by the Void entrance card that would be able to be used by everyone in the event. No entrances otherwise. No spectacles. Skill cards were permitted. The top cut was supposed to feature at least one dark match. And outside of that, I have no details, except that the finals was a triad match. The foreman as El Blanco Diablo versus the Italian Bombada as Lemmy Adam versus Le Penguin as Lorenzo Manicotti. So Lorenzo Manicotti and Le Penguin make their second finals of the weekend. This match, triad match, no other stipulation, goes to crowd meter five. The winner of the Play Pure event 
the foreman. Congratulations to the foreman for winning what I believe is his first convention event. The final event Saturday, which was actually taking place concurrent with the award show. The award show would name some awards. Then a round would happen. Then some more awards would be announced. Then a round, so on and so forth. There were 18 players in this event. They played in four Swiss rounds. Afterwards, there ended up being a cut to a top eight. There were two triad matches. Candyman Dan and Swaggy D end up winning those matches. So they round out the top eight. Six people had made it. They joined them in the top eight. I don't have any details other than that about who was in the top eight. I know that the round of eight, the quarterfinals, were steel chain matches, and that the semifinals were submission matches. The finals match was a main event match. We saw Wrench Monkey as Wrench Monkey take on Practicite as new competitor Tommy Stilwell. Very short main event match. Didn't go past crowd meter zero. The winner winning his second event of the weekend, Practicite. Congratulations to Practicite for winning the Saturday night event. Sunday, as far as I know, Sunday, there were no events, but there was a featured match. The Intergalactic Championship was on the line. The current champion, the Dread Pirate Tech Support, takes on challenger, the Screaming Danshee. In this match, the Screaming Danshee played as himself. The Dread Pirate Tech Support played as Spite. No stipulation here, as far as I could tell. The match goes to crowd meter two. The winner, still champion, the Dread Pirate Tech Support. Congratulations to him. Those are the main events of Captain Con. Now, I did not talk about the SRG Awards. I'm going to be joined, sooner rather than later, for a special episode where... Mark Perry and I will break down the results of the SRG Awards. We will include both the nominees and the winners. The nominee list did not get released until the night before the award show, and it was incomplete. Some nominees were added that we did not find out about until the award show actually happened. So he and I will talk about that. I will say that while the show was nominated for Best Super Show Show and Best Production, unfortunately, we did not win. The Best Super Show Show this year was Sunday Night Fights, and the Best Production went to Brian Waitfort Schmidt for his work running Twitch streams and Twitch events online. So congratulations to him. Unfortunate that Outlaw Mudcast can still not get over the hump. I will work on trying to make this show a better show. I did receive some feedback recently about how bad the show is, so I will work on making it better. We'll try to do better in 2023. I will touch briefly on the Captain Connie discussion. We talked about this quite a bit. After seeing how Captain Connie ended up being released, that was available as a singles purchase, as well as being part of an everything bundle. 
four people on site. I think the release actually was going to be okay. From what I understand, there were plenty to go around. So I don't think it's going to be as rare as I might have thought. A round of Scally Wager, the entrance card, is going to be much rarer. From what I understand, there are two ways they released it. If you bought apparel on site, or if you bought a copy of Scally Wager, which I think was only available through pre-order on the website. So I think if you pre-order Scally Wager, the game on the website, you will get the entrance card. Again, these things are subject to change. That's the way I understood it. That is pretty much going to do it for the Captain Con reporting. Again, for a more in-depth discussion about the SRG Awards, join Mark Perry and I on a future episode of the Outlaw Mudcast, and we will talk about all the awards, all the winners, all the nominees coming hopefully sooner rather than later. Next story, let's talk about the Royal Rumble raffles. I discussed this last week. Every year, SRG hosts raffles. You buy a spot, you get assigned a number, random 1 through 30. That number corresponds to an entrant in the Men's Royal Rumble or the Women's Royal Rumble. Those matches hosted by WWE. You know going in which Rumble you're buying for. The numbers were chosen at random, in this case a few days before the Royal Rumble was held, and then the winners were announced. We know from last week that the overall winners of the raffle are Kirk Polka and Scott Mahond getting the correct entrant in the women's raffle, Yasmin, Nick Ross, and Drew Madsen in the men's raffle. So Kirk Polka, Scott Mulholland, Yasmin, and Nick Ross will be able to create competitors in Super Show the Game. Drew Madsen will receive a competitor set of AJ Styles, a very rare competitor set. It's been out of print for years. They announced on the most recent episode of Talk of the Universe the other award winners. For each raffle, the men's and the women's, Combatter Raffles and AJ Raffles, there were, I believe, five other categories. If your entrant won that award, you will get a prize. You'll have to make a special request on an order to supershowthegame.com to claim your prize. Here are the winners in no particular order. For the women's raffle, the two players, the two people whose competitor scored the most eliminations are Larry Biedenow and the star maker Everett Stevens. Same category for the men's, Harvey Lester, Alan Barr, and Ricardo Gonzalez. Longest competitor in the Rumble, the winners on the men's side, Harvey Lester, Anarchy Son, and Craig Lanchfield. Shortest competitor in the Rumble on the men's side, Joseph Gilchrist, Doug Saunders, and me. I won that category. Happy Corbin got me a prize. 
shortest for the women's rumble. Will Priest and Brian Waitford Schmidt. Shock of the women's rumble. Drew Madsen and Alec Ventresca. Shock of the men's rumble. Alec Ventresca, Drew Madsen, and Jack Norris. And the longest in the women's rumble. Dustin Smith and Practicite. There was also a Boss's Choice Award. The winners of that are Johnny Eldorado and Will Priest in two different raffles. Will Priest is a double winner here. So congratulations to all of them for winning prizes in the annual Royal Rumble Lottery. Next big story, championship matches outside, outside of Captain Con. One championship match that I am aware of from this week. Wednesday, after Talk of the Universe, the United States Championship was on the line. The challenger, Colin the Chrononaut, playing as himself. The champion, Hold the Line Harry, playing as Alexander Slamilton. In a standard singles match that went to crowd meter one, the winner, new champion, Colin the Chrononaut. Congratulations to Colin. For his victory Wednesday night, he is the new United States champion. Those are going to be the big stories outside of online play from this past week. There are some odds and ends I'll give you. First, we have an update on the 2023 Create a Competitor competition. Pat Mulligan announced that while at CaptainCon, he would with independent observers, randomly pick the round one matchups for the CCC. We will find out, according to Pat Mulligan, next Wednesday, February 8th, what the first match is going to be. We may find out more, but we should know who the first matchup will be in the 2023 CCC. We'll know if it's going to be singles, fatal four-way, triad. We will find out all about the format in just a few days. I'm looking forward to it. I think this will tell us a lot about how they're planning to do the CCC this year. But look for that next Wednesday on Talk of the Universe. Again, as always, cards subject to change. We have a couple of contenders for championships announced. Actually, three things. We have three things regarding contenders. First, the next contender for the LFF Tri-State Championship, the singles championship currently held by John Press 1P, is Mr. Poppin' Twist. Next, the next contender match for the LFF Triad Championship will feature Dizzy Derailed versus the Italian Bombata versus Eddie Fury. The winner of that match will be one of the two contenders for the LFF Triad Championship. And then finally, the next contender for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship, the man who will face Big Match Pete for the big belt, is none other than the SRG BOSS Steve Resk. This match should happen before the Grand Gathering. They are looking to have it be live in person 
at Legendary Realms, which is the local store that a lot of the New York players play at. There have been no dates or times given for any of these matchups I just talked about, but look for them to happen soon. That is going to do it for what I have for this week. Let's talk about some of the recent online tournaments for this past week. Oh, one more thing before I forget. Faction Wars Phase 2, the deadline for deck lists was supposed to be tonight, February 5th. You had to have the deck list in before midnight. That's been rolled over. It's Tuesday before midnight. Faction Wars Phase 2 play, which was supposed to start Monday, February 6th, will now start Wednesday, February 8th. So look for that soon. I will give you more information on Faction Wars Phase 2 when I have it, probably once the phase ends. All right, let's talk about online tournaments from this past week. There were only two, which makes sense with Captain Con being a thing, only two. The first was your Monday night consigliere fight hosted by Brian Waitfort Schmidt. This was a pretty big event. They had 28 players sign up, group stages, seven groups, four players per group, top two from each group advanced. So we have an actual top cut of 14 players. The opening round of the top cut was Ring of Fire. The next round was Beast Unchained. The semifinal round was Tables. And the finals of the event, New York Rules. The top four for the Monday Night Consigliere fights were in fourth place, playing as Cyclone, Hold the Line Harry. In third place, playing as, from what I understand, his own creation, the Grim Librarian, Ken Fouché. The finalists were Chris Pate, playing as Sammy the Draw Callahan, and a relatively new player, Matthew Gordon, playing as Naja Mai. I believe this may be his first online event. The winner here, veteran Chris Pate as Sammy the Draw Callahan, but great showing from a new, from what I understand, first-time player, Matthew Gordon as Naja Mai. Congratulations to him on getting that far in that event, coming just a hair's breadth away from winning, from what I understand. The other event from this week, a pop-up event Thursday night hosted by the current host of Got Next, John Mathis. This pop-up was a 16-player event. Players played in the opening rounds in four groups of four. Top two from each group advanced into the top cut. I do not know if there were any stipulations in the top cut. I can tell you that the top four in this event were in fourth place, playing as Funtime Bob, Johnny Korea. In third place, playing as Lexi, the punk rock pixie, Stephen Owen. The finalists were John Press1P as Captain CJ Spara and the GOAT Brock Smith as Numero Uno with the winner, the player of the era, the first ever player of the era now, 
John Press 1P as Captain CJ Spark. Congratulations to him for his win. Congratulations to Chris Pate. One last event that I have details on. I did receive a locals report from Misos Gaming. This is the Louisville Super Show Group out of Misos Games in Louisville. This was a round robin tournament. Nine players total. The top players in this event end up being in fourth place, playing as the new Zack Sabre Jr., Emma June. In third place, playing as Night Terror, Harvey Luster. In second, playing as Unique, Colton Janikowski. And the winner, playing as Ellis Taylor, the phenomenal one, Kirk Polk. As far as events for next week are concerned, nothing has currently been posted to supershowthegame.com, but check Monday night for an event. They like to run events Monday night. Check Thursday night for an event. They like to run Thursday night. Dojo should be on Tuesday night. Dojo, I haven't talked about Dojo in a while. You have to be a subscriber to Twitch to participate. Twitch.tv slash SRGUniverse. They play matches online. You sign up in the chat. You go to a Zoom. You come on. You play matches. You pick a card or competitor set you want to play for. If you win, you and a person you're choosing to play it forward to get a copy of that card or competitor set. If you lose, that card or competitor set goes on sale at a discounted price on Supershowthegame.com. There will be a two-week embargo on new competitors and cards that came out this weekend with Captain Con. So, if you wanted to get one of the new competitors, you can't play for it this week. I believe next week you can. That's my understanding. If it's two dojo episodes and then the third, you can start playing for competitors. You can. I didn't talk about it, but a lot of things were released this week. There was an everything bundle. There was a full art deck. A lot of competitors. Johnny T, Emo Mam, Fast Hands Cam, a new entrance, Bribe the Ref. A bunch of things came out. They are currently posted for sale on the website on SuperShowTheGame.com if you want to check those out. But with that being said, that's going to do it for the news this week for Super Show The Game for the Legendary Fighting Federation. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.